ان الحمد لله all praise be to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala نحمده ونستعينه we praise him and we seek his assistance ونستغفره and we seek his forgiveness ونؤمن به and we believe in him ونتوكل عليه and we place our trust upon him ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا we seek the protection of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the evil within ourselves ومن سيئات اعمالنا and from the wickedness of our deeds. May yahdihi Allah fala mudillala. Whoever Allah Ta'ala guides, then they can lead him astray. Wamay yudlil fala hadiyala. Whoever he leads astray, they then can guide him on the straight path. Ashadu an la ilaha illa Allah wahda wa la sharika la. I bear witness that they then worthy of worship besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wahdahu la sharika la. He is alone and has no partner. وَأَشْهَدُ أَنَّ مُحَمَّدًا عَبْدُهُ وَرَسُولُهُ And I bear witness that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the servant and messenger. فَقَدْ قَالَ تَعَالَى فِي الْقُرْآنِ مَجِيدْ بَعْدَ عُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وَمَنْ أَرَادَ الْآخِرَةَ وَسَعَى لَهَا سَعْيَهَا وَهُوَ مُؤْمِنٌ فَأُولَائِكَ كَانَ سَعْيُهُمْ مَشْكُورًا وجاء رجل النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال يا رسول الله أي الناس خير قال من طال عمره وحسن عمله قال فأي الناس شر قال من طال عمره وساء عمله وكما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام رسبتني ما كرام بسنس ومركز سحابة أونلاين السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته we indeed grateful and thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for sparing us for yet another Mubarak day of Jumu'ah. While we show our gratitude and appreciation to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the wonderful ni'mah that Allah ta'ala has bestowed upon us, we ask Allah ta'ala to treat with kindness those family and friends of ours who were with us not so long ago. May Allah ta'ala grant them the highest stages in Jannah. Those who are sick, Allah grant them shifaya kamila. Those in difficulty, Allah ease the difficulties for them. Those in the hot spots of the Muslim world, suffering distress and harm and pain and torture, Allah Ta'ala ease their plight for them as well. And more importantly, may Allah Ta'ala make it such. When the time of our exit comes, we can leave this world with the kalima la ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, in such a manner that Allah Ta'ala is pleased with us. Respected listeners, at this time of the year, normally you would find that people converse in this particular manner by saying, time is moving so quickly, time is moving so swiftly. You know, just the other day it was the year 2000 and now it's 2020. This is also a prophecy of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam where he mentioned لا تقوم الساعة حتى يتقارب الزمان that Qiyamah will not take place until time becomes close فتكون السنة كالشهر when a year will seem like a month ويكون الشهر كالجمعة and a month will be like a week وتكون الجمعة كاليوم and a week will seem like a day and the day will be like an hour or a moment, and that's how the hadith carries on. 
How true were the words of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. But as time passes, we need to ensure that we are utilizing it to make our akhirat. For a Muslim, it's not just the passing of time. It's how I utilize my time. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent us into this world and has commanded us in various places to engage in a'mal salihah to do that which is good. Engaging in a'mal salihah what does it mean? Sometimes this engaging in a'mal salihah engages in doing things requiring some kind of action from our side. And sometimes this amal saliha requires the abstention from our side, requires us to refrain from something. So while on the one hand we may be accumulating ibadat, we do the necessary fara'id and the obligation, at the same time we need to ensure that we refrain from sin and stay away from haram. So one requires action and the other requires abstention. Respected listeners, in order to achieve this, it's not very simple because temptation surrounds us. So the difficulty today is not that we don't know and we don't have information, but the difficulty is that we very easily succumb to temptation. Again, being the beginning of the year, people would look at the year ahead. The certain things I would like to accomplish, the certain things I would like to get done. And they would like to see it happen and actually materialize. Now anything we want to materialize wouldn't happen by accident. We'll have to plan towards it. As Allah Ta'ala says in the verse of the Quran, وَمَنْ أَرَادَ الْآخِرَةَ وَسَعَى لَهَا سَعَيَهَا That whoever desires the year after, وَسَعَى لَهَا سَعَيَهَا And he does the necessary effort. He strives, makes the necessary effort. فَوْلَاكَ كَانَ سَعْيُ مَشْكُورًا that person will find that his effort is appreciated, he'll find it rewarded, he'll find it beneficial. As we go through time, we need to ensure that we don't fall prey to a particular hadith. Alhamdulillah, Allah Ta'ala has given me another year. Allah Ta'ala has given me another day. A believer does not only look at every new year to celebrate Allah has given me a new year but when he wakes up in the morning he wakes up with Alhamdulillahi alladhi ahyana ba'dama amatana walayn ushur that he thanks Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala oh Allah you have actually given me life for another day you've allowed me my eyes to open you've allowed me to breathe again you allowed me to see the light of yet another day and he thanks Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for this immensely once a person came to Nabi وسلم, and asked him, O Prophet of Allah, which person is the best? Nabi replied, 
That person who has long life, and together with that, his actions are good. The person further asked, For nasi sharr? Which person is most evil? And Nabi replied, Man tala umruhu wa sa'a amalu. That person whose lifespan is long, but his actions are evil. So when I'm asking for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for a long life, I'm asking him to give me this resource of time. How am I going to do it? What am I going to do with what he has given me? And he said that no two days of a believer should be the same. That means my today should be better than my yesterday. My this year should be better than my last year. I should be closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala today than I was to Allah ta'ala yesterday. I should have less sins and disobedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in my life today than I did in the past. And that, how, that is how I should be looking at my future. In terms of goals that we need to attain, we all have goals. We all want things to happen. But it doesn't always materialize. What are some of the things that I could do to ensure that my goals are materialized and I'm able to achieve? The Mashaikh have given some kind of guidelines for that. Firstly, you must think about the end. Even in English they say begin with the end in mind. Know what you want. Then you work your path towards getting there. Know what you want. Then you work your path towards getting there. As a believer in terms of amal, I think of the year after. I think of akhirat. I think of the time when I'm going to be breathing my last and work till the end. Allah Ta'ala says, وَعَبُدْ رَبَّكَ حَتَّى يَأْتِيَكَ الْيَقِينَ and worship your Lord until death comes to you. So that means I shouldn't suffice on a Jummah Ibadah only. I shouldn't suffice on a Ramadan Ibadah only. I shouldn't suffice on a big night Ibadah only. But this should be a consistent effort till I die because I don't know when that moment would come. So anything I want to achieve, I must do something and continue with it till I finally achieve it. If a Hafiz wants to do know his Quran well, he can't be waiting for the night before Ramadan to start his door. He can't be waiting just a few moments before uh, he has to recite or he has to recite by his teacher before he takes it. It requires adequate preparation before that. A person running a marathon or running a race, he wouldn't start his training just a week before. He probably tried from many months before so that he is in a position to do whatever he has to do. So the first thing is that you must know what you want and you know the end of what you want and you know your final destination, your final goal. The second thing is that we need to make some kind of commitment. This is called musharata where a person commits from his daily life, 
from his schedule. I want to achieve this, but to achieve that, I'm going to do this, this, and this. I want to become a better Muslim than I was before. To achieve that, in, I will try to make it in the masjid in, earlier than I used to go. I'll try to make it for my takbir tahrima. I will try and to ensure I read my salah with more khushu and khudu. And like that, make certain goals for yourself. Make some kind of commitment to change. Or you could even have it this way, that I've been doing these sins in the past, and now I'm going to give up these sins. And you commit yourself to giving it up. The next thing is mujahada. The mujahada part is that not only do I write big plans, okay, this is my diet now, this is what I'm going to eat, or this is my plans now, this is what I intend doing. The intention is not sufficient. The commitment is not sufficient. It has to be followed up by action, where you continuously strive to bring that commitment into a reality. People understand the example of going on a diet very well, when a person says, I want to lose weight, and he says, okay, I'm not gonna eat sweet stuff, no cakes and biscuits for me, I'm cutting out on this, I'm cutting out uh, on fuzzy drinks. And then he just says that. But then when people are together, he gets involved in eating all those things he shouldn't be eating. You can't just have good intentions and do nothing about it. It requires mujahada. The same for a student. I want success at the end of the year, but I don't want to work during the course of the year. I want to be a great Hafiz of Quran. I don't know my Quran very well, but I only open my Quran in the month of Ramadan. I want to be close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but I only think about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when I am in dire straits and I'm in trouble. It doesn't work like that. The next point is muraqaba. Muraqaba is when your person begins contemplating, you start thinking about your actions, thinking about your whole path, and how you can achieve whatever you want to achieve. And this kind of reflection and contemplation is important because it's coupled with the next point which is concerning muhasaba and that is accountability. Reflection and self-accountability. Now I started this journey. One is my journey to the Akhirah. If I have to die tomorrow, what is my halat today? What is my condition today? Am I ready to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Oh, I said, I'm going to be doing this particular good deed. I said that I'm going to be reading my salah in a particular manner. Oh, I'll be more mindful the way I talk to people. I'll be kinder and I'll engage in more charity. Then you sit and think back to say, have I actually done that correctly? Have I actually been doing that? Or did I fall short anyway? The more you gain into this kind of accountability, the better you prepared you are for the day when it really matters. That is why they said, They take stock of yourself before stock is taken off you. Let's do our own Hisab Kitab before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takes it on the day The next one is Mu'aqaba. Mu'aqaba refers to reproaching oneself. Now, when a person wants to travel the path we need to get close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you may fall down. Maybe some way you said that, you know, I wouldn't, I'll ensure that I lower my gaze and I wouldn't uh, be, be staring at the opposite gender and I wouldn't try 
to uh, fantasize or go on to certain websites on my phone or whatever haram kind of activity you decided that you're going to stop on. Now, when that happens, it shouldn't be such that you just give up your task completely, but you reproach yourself for that. I shouldn't have done that. And you turn make tawbah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala again. And then while you're reproaching yourself, you are able to constantly keep a check on your nafs, keep a check on whatever you are doing to ensure that you don't veer off the right path. So that reproaching is important. You shouldn't be content with the sin that has been committed. You shouldn't be content with the fact that you are unable to do whatever you're supposed to do. The next one is tahseen. Tahseen refers to being able to do things in a manner, in the best possible manner, by improving the quality of whatever we are doing. Make it the best thing you can do. Whenever you do anything, do it in its best form. You never know when will be the last time you, can actually, you could actually be doing that. Whether it is the salah that you will be performing, or the last conversation you had with your wife or your husband or with your children or somebody else around you. Make sure that that is the best. It is mentioned that a particular builder, that he used to build houses made of wood in a particular country. He was working for somebody. Then he was tired and he wanted to retire. So he told his boss, okay, I'm giving it up now. I no longer want to work here. So the boss told him, before you retire, I'd like you to build just one more, one more house. So the, the person was a bit reluctant, and then he said, okay, I would. So he goes, and he gets uh, cheap uh, material. He gets with some shoddy workmanship and doing things not in the professional manner that he would normally do it. He just very quickly built up that house. Then he goes to the boss and says, here's the keys to the house you asked me to build. That's what it is. The boss says here, take this key. I meant this to be for you. And this person thought, if I only knew that this house was for me, how different I would have been in the manner I built it. In the same way, whatever we are building, whether my salah that I'm performing, the charity I'm giving, whatever I'm doing for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I will find it in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the day of Qiyamah. What kind of thawab do I want? Do I want that thawab to be of that salah just thrown back onto me? Or do I want that salah to be a, such a piece where I will appreciate the reward for that? Or the charity that I have given? Or the kind words that I have spoken? Or whatever good deed that may have been done in the dunya? So it's important to do everything well. And lastly, we should ensure that we have this kind of humility. While I'm able to do things, I'm able to accomplish things, it's not me, it comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Man rafa'ahu Allah. Whoever humbles himself for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah ta'ala elevates his status. So we think about the akhirah, think about the end. We make some kind of commitment. Number two. Number three, we continuously make mujahada, we strive. We make muraqaba, we contemplate, we engage in muhasaba. Number five, in terms of our accountability, we engage in muraqaba, we reproach ourselves, we engage in doing things towards perfection, 
And we also appreciate and understand that I have to be humble. Allah Ta'ala can snatch away any talent that I have. With these few words, I make dua to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala that the year that lies ahead, that we can be from those people who Nabi Sallallahu spoke about, that such people whose life is long, but together with that, their amal is great. Allah Ta'ala save us from being from those people whose life is long, but every day that has been increasing their life, they're going closer and closer towards Jahannam, closer to the disobedience of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala save us from that. وَآخِرُ دَعْوَانَ الحمد لله رب العالمين الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام ولا شكر الأنبياء المرسلين سيدنا محمد وعلى رسابي أجمعين اللهم لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله وذيك الأمر كله اللهم إننا لا نحسي ثنان عليك أنت كما خيت لنفسك ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا وإنما ترفضنا وترحمنا أن نكوننا من الخاسرين يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك يا مصرف القلوب صرف قلوبنا على طاعتك اللهم اشفي مرضانا ومرضى المسلمين اللهم ارحم موتانا وموت المسلمين اللهم اغفر لهم وارحمهم وسكنهم في الجنة اللهم اغفر لهم وارحمهم وادخلهم في الجنة اللهم اجعل قبورهم رودة من عذاب الجنة ولا تجعله حفرة من خل النيران اللهم إنا نعوذ بك من الهم والحزن ونعوذ بك من العجز والكسل ونعوذ بك من الجبن والبخل ونعوذ بك من غلبة الدين وقهر الرجال اللهم فضلنا من كل بلاء الدنيا وذاب القبر وذاب الآخرة اللهم حاسبنا إسابي يسيرا اللهم جل خاتمتنا على الإيمان وصلى الله تعالى لفهر خلقه سيدنا محمد ولسابي أجمعين برحمتك يا رحم الراحمين